It's the Really Charlie Podcast. Making memories last. Your time, my time, we all shine. On the Really Charlie Podcast. It's the Really Charlie Podcast. Yeah, it's the Really Charlie Podcast. Yo, yo, it's the Really Charlie Podcast. Bump into your broadcast. Grab a chance, fill your glass. Yeah, it's the Really Charlie Podcast. Yo, it's the Really Charlie Podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's the Really Charlie Podcast. Bump into your broadcast. Grab a chance, fill your glass. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. My name is Charlie Perry, and today my guest is Demetra Dion. D- Wait, don't tell me. I know I was going to mess this up today, but um, DeAndre, Dejanay, Dejanay Lucas. All right. I'm, I'm actually, what I was picturing is a friend of mine's kid, and I was like getting the names mixed up, but uh, Love it, love it, love your name, love your aspirations, being an author. It is just crazy, crazy, crazy because I'm an author myself. So if you were definitely doing your thing, I'm actually, uh, I'm very, very proud of you because writing is so, so good for me. And I assume it's just as good as you because you wrote a book. All right. So. I'm going to give a little intro. Can you hear me loud and clear? Everything good? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do is I'm going to give some little facts about you. First of all, her book is called Listen to Me, Poetry and Prose. Definitely um, one of the next books on my bookshelf, if not this week, next week, Um and this podcast definitely makes me buy books. and uh, But I'm going to make sure that I get yours immediately um, so I can read it, get inspired, because every day I'm writing. Every day I'm writing. So, you know, I, I'm, I, I guarantee you I'm going to see a few things of yours and start writing myself. All right. We're going to give a little bio about you. It says you... Uh, well, I think this is old, but you attended San Francisco State University. Um, you were in a small town between San Francisco and Sacramento, which is named Fairfield, California, where I, I do know where that is. Your mother's side of the family is Cape Verdean descent, and your father's side of the family um, is of African and Native American descent. You are majoring in child and adolescent adolescent development um, with a concentration in policy, advocacy, and systems, minoring in African studies. So what I gather, what I, I, you already did this, and you're down in Austin, Texas, Mm -hmm. which is one of the destinations I definitely want to go to. I'm a huge, huge Joe Rogan fan. And I want to go down there just to to hang out. And so when I do eventually eventually get down there, I don't care. I'm calling you. I'm going to message you. I'm going to do whatever. And I'm going to say I'm in Austin. You know, tell me what's up. 
tell me where the food is, where to eat. And then at night, I'm going to go to some comedy show and laugh my butt off. So, nice. so how was your day today? Um, so my day, uh, my Wednesday, it was pretty, it was a pretty good day. Um, I, one of my professions is an after school teacher, um, nice. with Mad Science and Crayola Imagine Academy. Bravo. Um, and so I assisted with an art class with, uh, with preschoolers today. That is so nice. I see. That's, that's even better than being a poet, you know, you're teaching them young bucks, the young ones. And I, I, I love that. I, I loved most of my teachers. There may be a handful that I didn't get along with. However, I loved all of them. I really appreciate every single one of them. And um, I, I thought they would forget me, but um, I left a mark with a couple of teachers and um, they end up uh, giving me a, an award years and years later. And I actually went to San Antonio, Texas to receive the award. So I was very, very happy. Um, so, nice. and um, I think teachers will always have uh, students that they'll remember for years and years on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm just trying to be a nice guy and uh, I guess it worked. The, um, I, I was inspired to write poetry. I, I don't know. It, it it was weird. I didn't know my dad wrote until later on. You know, when I was 15, I found out. And, um, well, something happened. I don't know. Well, anyway, I, uh, so I, um, I started writing, um, later on throughout high school and, um, and, I was inspired ever since. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, later on, I picked up on a few, uh, you know, different things that people were critiquing me about. And uh, here I am, 15 books later, and uh, about to start another one soon. So what inspired you and who inspired you? Congratulations on your 15 books. Thank you. Thank you. I'll self-publish. You know, I'm not. I'm not big time. I haven't got a publisher yet, but I'm working on that. Well, if, if you're a self-publisher, then that just means that you're retaining all of your, all of your royalties and all of your, um, your. Correct. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I love the book cover of your, listen to me. I love that book cover. Anything like like fall, yeah. Anything like fall, and, and that's perfect for me. It's almost like, you know, if if I owned a house and it and it was decorated, it would all be in like rustic autumn type colors all over the place, regardless of the season, whether it was winter, summer, fall. You know, it's just colors that appeal to me, um, and it actually. Orange is kind of difficult for me, I, I um, but because it's with autumn and fall colors, it allows I accept it more, you know. It's weird, but go figure. And one of my favorite colors is red, so why wouldn't I like orange? Doesn't make any sense, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
All right, we got some people saying hello, Joey Gonzalez. I believe that's no relation, but he's a good friend of your family. Let's see, I got Sherry Duat. My family says awesome. Jeff, Jeff is a great writer, you know, retired police officer like me doing his thing. You know, he has a, amazing stuff. Michael Sameo, former podcast guest here, says good evening. And uh, Miss Meach, oh, we got to talk about that anyway. So I got to talk about that. But last but not least, Melody says, <laughs> hi, I'm here. Proud of you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so I I started writing. Um, well, so I've started writing probably since the age of three. Um, I wrote in a journal since middle school, um, and from there it just that's really when it started. Um, I noticed that. Um, not all of my journal entries were just like regular style of writing or full sentences. It was um, some entries would be like a poetic prose. Mm -hmm. And then it was my freshman year of college at San Francisco State when I started writing uh, poems and intentionally writing to write a poem. Nice. Um, I... Um, it was really an organization that inspired me. Um, it was a student org on campus called Speak, and it stood for spoken word and poetry expressed by all kinds. And they had a slam team um, where they would go compete against other schools and other teams. Um, and all of the poets there were just very powerful and direct in their delivery and um, over the years like I've grown to learn that people have um, various ways of expressing themselves through poetry and spoken word whether it's more of a soft delivery or a direct and in your face and loud delivery nice it um it I don't think I ever went to any lousy or um, bad spoken word event. Every single one I went to, I always got inspired by someone or or many. There was always something that that caught me and and inspired me to write, and that's what allows me. Well, that's how I kind of grade of spoken word. Did I get inspired? Did the poet do their job um, by inspiring me? And if they did, then I give it a thumbs up. And um, so I, uh, I, I love it. I still want to host one. I haven't got to it. Um, I need to. Um, I already have a nice little venue that I want to set it up. Um, the only thing is I like, I like poetry. I like people to listen to poetry, music, and be able to drink something, mm -hmm. whether it's alcohol or non-alcohol. 
the venue I want to go to doesn't allow me to serve alcohol. So it's a downer, you know, and that's what's making me hesitate because I like some chilled wine or a beverage, you know, just to go with soft music and, uh, and go from there. But I'll get it done. Anyways, I want to show your book cover, which I have here. It says, listen to me, a collection of poetry and prose. Now, what made you come up with that title? Because when I was writing, I had 50 million titles and I didn't know what to decide. And then I finally come up with something. But what made you decide on that title? So the book is um, dedicated to those living with blocked and unbalanced throat chakras, which is an energy source that we all have. Um, and it is, um, it has to do with communication, um, you speaking your truths, uh, voicing how you feel, um, speaking up for yourself and others. And so, and also there are seven different sections that are titled talking to, and then a group of people. So like talking to children, talking to friends, talking to love interests, talking to family, talking to myself, talking to ancestors and talking to God. And so I felt like the title, Listen to Me, um, captivated, um, captivated themes throughout the book, as well as was just a bold stance of, this is what I have to say. So listen to me. Very nice. I'm, gl I'm glad you mentioned that because that was something I was definitely going to, you know, because I seen that you had wrote, written it and I just basically wanted it. And then when you explained it, it makes it even better. Stops me from asking a question. You already answered three of my questions already. One thing I like is that you said writing to yourself. That is so much therapy and people don't realize it. It's like the, th the therapy is like, you know, might as well just write a check out to yourself because when I end up writing to myself, I get so relaxed afterwards. I end up coming up with some solutions. If it's, based on trying to find some answers about something, it's it's real good. So I'm, I like that you mentioned that, you know. Um, and, and how would you, when uh, spiritually, when you write to God, do you write like a prayer or you just basically just come out and have a conversation, a normal conversation, not having something like structured which you're, you're praying and do you just write like having a conversation if you understand mm -hmm. um so with the poems in my book it was more so just writing having a a conversation um and kind of just speaking on speaking on uh experience i've had or things i've seen in the world that I feel like are um, that come with that in order to understand them or even be able to reflect and learn from uh, these different things, 
you you need to you need to connect with um, the one most high and the higher power to um, not so much understand, but um, I feel like so talking. So the two poems in the section talking to God are. Um, it's called The Ground for a Reason, um, which talks about um, myself learning to ground myself and um, connect with the earth, connect with the one most high um, through physically touching the ground, um, whether it's walking on the ground or um, meditating in nature, actually just touching the ground. Um, awesome. Then the second poem, No History, No Self, um, it talks about um, a conversation I had um, about a young black um, adolescent who was unfortunately murdered at his school. Um, and I was speaking on how I knew his story but I didn't know his name. And the person speaking to me about it was referring to him by his name that his parents had gave him. Um, so it was more of like a, more of like myself looking inward and thinking about how I demand people to pronounce my name correctly. And very nice. Ask me by name and not how they think my name is pronounced. Mm -hmm. Um, so if I cannot do that for God's children um, who lost their lives in tragic ways, um, then how can I still demand that for my own name? Um, and just that conflict that I had within myself of, you know, uh, being an advocate and an activist and attending um organizing events as well as protests and chanting um say their names or black lives matter but not actually knowing the name and only knowing the tale to the end um so Very I think those conversations and topics were um just something that i had to reflect on but also speak to the one most high about um, kind of as um, either shedding guilt or just recognizing my own faults in the ways that I do. Very nice. I love it. I love it. It's, um, you know, na the name, your name was given to you for a lot of reasons. Um, and those reasons, you know, are definitely honor. You know, you're you you you're the first child, so naming you is very very important because that's what you're gonna go by for the rest of your life. Um, and um, I like that you are very strong with that and continue to be strong with that, um, because every letter, every name from first, middle to last means something to somebody if not more to you, but even more to your, your kin, your ancestors, everything. So continue to demand that respect when it comes to your name. 
Um, let, let's let's talk about Miss Meach. Where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Um, so my my first name is Demetra, and um, ever since I was a little girl, my dad has always called me Mitra or Meach. Um, but it really stuck in um, high school. Um, my friends and people that I knew, they started calling me Michi. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, you know, allowed them to call me that throughout high school. And then college, like when I moved to San Francisco, like people would ask me like, oh, does anyone call you anything for short? And so I'm like, oh, well, in high school, they either called me D or Meech. Okay. Um, and so it just kind of stuck. And uh, now I go by Miss Meech uh, when I step on stage. Some people call me Big Meech. Mm-hmm. It's for that voice, that that that's that vocabulary, that that creativity that you have. It just you know the video when I first seen it, I was like, oh my god! I said this girl, and that was it. You know, I said, I got to get her on a podcast. Um, yeah, TT definitely recommended you, and I was so happy. I was said, yep, yep, yep. She's she's ideal for this podcast. And um, But you keep up the good work. And um, um, when you're in the classroom, do your students know that you're a writer, a poet? Um, they do not. I do not think I made that. Um, I don't think I stated that blatantly to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach with a few different programs um, here in Texas. And um, one of them, uh, Paramount Education, the Story Wranglers, we actually go into classrooms and teach creative writing. Um, and so I, that um, program is really near and dear to my heart. Um because I loved the experience. I loved, you know, teaching the children in a creative way, the steps to writing, how to go from brainstorming to a first draft to the final draft, um, revision, and then publishing it, um, whether it's acting it out or publishing it in a book. Um, I did make sure to mention to my classes that this work that we're doing together is important because not only are you going to be writers writing in school the remainder of your educational careers, but also you all can move on to become authors and either write short stories or comic books or um, books of poems. And uh, just to see that spark in the children and some of them light up and say, well, I've already started my book. Mm-hmm. That was very touching. Yes, I, I just I don't know that I've written a book. All right. Well, eventually it will because curiosity is uh, part of growing up. So they may find you, and they're gonna come into school or class, and they're gonna, um, ma'am, can I talk to you? What's this? You know, and uh, or can you sign my book? And it's your book, you know? So, but uh, keep on doing your thing. And um, and when, with that creative class, um, that may be a book later on in the future for you, you know? So think about it. 
and uh, save all your notes. Don't be like me throwing things away by, you know, on purpose or by accident. Just keep everything, you know, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. We, um, hold on one second here. All right. That's not nothing to do with us. I thought someone was texting me about the show. The, um, all right. So how, all right, you got, you got your mom on the left and your auntie on the right. They don't say anything. You don't know who they are, <laughs> but you got to write about both of them. Um, would you leave it all the same or would it be slightly different? You know, talking about mom, because I know mom's dear to you, right? Auntie's dear to you, but they're twins. I know them a lot of years. I can't I can't tell them apart. Oh now I can. Now I can, believe it or not. Now I can. But years ago, they would fool me left and right. You know, I'm talking to your auntie, thinking it was your mother, you know, vice versa. I'm like, are you kidding me? So um when, when in doubt, I'll just say twin, you know, but now I, I, I got it down packed. I'm all set. I can call them by their first name, give them that respect. Mm -hmm. But writing about both of them, to me, would be pretty much identical, you know, talking to both of them at different times. And um, I can actually say a lot about one and it would apply to the other. Um, I think they're both go-getters. They definitely are fascinating people. Nothing will stop them. So you could be six feet four. You're not going to stop those two women, you know, at all. So, um, well, let me make it easier. Have you wrote about both of them in your book? Um, so I do have a poem, um, about my mom in the section talking to family. Um, and it's titled One Third, um, representing me being one of her out of her three daughters. Mm -hmm. um, but I have not uh, wrote a poem about my aunt. Okay. All right. I won't put you on a spot. You don't have to write about her. All right. Leave that to me. I'll write something for her. All right. <laughs> okay. The, um, the, uh, I, I've seen your podcast with the uh, um, the gentleman that was, I forget his name, but I'm going to look into him a little bit more. I think um, I think I might have to connect with him, kind of network with him. And, uh, mm -hmm. and um, I just like the fact that he had put you on and that was real nice of him. So what's next on you, on your agenda as far as writing? Mm -hmm. um, so currently I do have a draft manuscript for a screenplay. Um, I have a completed manuscript for my second book of poems. It is, um, all of the poems are different um, haikai, which mm -hmm. are Japanese style of poetry, um, combining um, or using the 
the five seven five syllable mm -hmm. um, pattern or variations of five seven five and um that book is talking about expressing different feelings and thoughts um, about nostalgia, about reflection, about solitude, um, about sexual energy, as well as um, two other topics. Very and, nice. And, um, currently, I am um, working with a good friend of mine to uh, develop an organization called People Pushing Poems and host different traveling open mics and talent showcases um, in the central Texas area. Nice. We hosted uh, and organized our first event um, in Colleen, Texas at the Palms. And um, when you were describing like the venue and what you look for in when you either go to open mics or when you want to host your own open mic, um, that's kind of what we looked for, like a nice venue, somewhere with a stage, good lighting, and somewhere where drinks can be served. Very nice. My cup of tea. It's tea on ice, though. <laughs> um, I, I love it. I love it. Keep inspiring. Keep doing. Keep being creative, you know. I, uh, all right, let's see crave um mom's mom says crave all right yeah crave is um, my cousin's restaurant mm -hmm. um, i believe it's in new bedford yes it is and uh carrie has hosted different i, I know like musicians or singers there um so i think that's what she's referring to as maybe the yeah. next mike being there. I love it. I love it. Um, actually, uh, a host of the Wind Down podcast, Berto Carter, had talked about having something there. Um, and uh, he gave me an invite. So I, I can't wait. Um, especially, uh, you know, just reciting one of my favorite poems um, to some music. Really go. It, 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 it's really dear to me. It's one of the longest poems I ever wrote, but uh, it just really, it's, when, when I wrote it, I was like really into the whole thing. I was like deep, deep into it. And um, end result, it came out pretty good. Do you There's mind sharing a, it? I don't have it on... Hmm. It's not on this laptop, I don't think. Um, I'm going to have to share with you personally off air because um, I won't be able to. It's too long for me to remember. I don't know if you do this, but some of my poems are very similar. Um, and I got to kind of increase my vocabulary because what happens is I end up reading something, I'm reading a poem, and then I end up throwing in a line from another poem. And I catch myself and I'm like, oh. So then that's when I gotta be creative and correct it and try to make it, uh, make it um, 
you know, kind of blend with the poem that I'm having. But I will get you that poem. I really do. I really would. Um, sometime tonight, I'll send it to you. Um, um, actually, I might. See, I don't want to go on another tab because then I won't be looking at you and I won't be paying attention to you. And I don't really want to do that. That's not good hosting, right? Yeah, it's okay. You can uh, get it to me later. Yeah, it's um very, very nice. It, uh, I like it. It's, um, um, do you know Brian Coblestone? I do. Musician. He's a, he's a musician great great music and uh so it's his music in the background but i will get that to you tonight um don't uh, it's kind of erotic so i don't want you to i don't want mom to be mad at me so you make sure you don't tell her what's in it all right okay you know, I've, I've shared with her um one of my erotic poems yeah she I'm I'm just afraid of her, you know, and then, you know, the, then I'm going to get double teamed and triple teamed. You know, she's Kung Fu fighter and uh, along with a little bit of crazy. So I, I'm, I'm going to lose that battle. So but just keep it under wraps. <laughs> and she's listening right now. So um, but um, I will uh, I will send that to you. And feel free if anytime you want to collaborate, do something together. Um, we should we should definitely uh, do that. Um, okay. Yes. Thank you. I will definitely. I'm open to that. Yeah, and anything that you uh, are hosting, I'm, I'm going to share on the podcast. I'll make an announcement. Um, and uh, if you do come this way and you're doing anything at the crave, guess what? I'm going to be there. Definitely gonna be there. Nice. Uh, all right. Um, uh, a friend of mine's asking for help. <laughs> uh, the um, so we um, we definitely have to get together. Like I said, and there's so many poets on uh, on on Facebook on social media. I have a page on Facebook called A Poetic Pulse, which is which is my name. And um, so feel free um, if you want to go on there, share something, you know. I'm going to actually add your book to the Cape Verdean Book Fair. It's a page that I have on Facebook, and I share your link to your book so people can purchase it. And um, so I'll do that um, by tomorrow. And uh, I don't know. Miss Meach, what do you want to talk about? You, anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to conclude with? It's up to you. Um, I would like to recite a poem. And if anyone in the audience has any feedback or constructive criticism or applause, then I welcome it. Um, and yeah. All right, that's good enough for me. Okay. <clears throat> Go ahead, whenever you're ready. Wipe your feet off of all the shit you done stepped in before stepping to me. 
Don't bring in the outside. Don't disrupt my peace. Don't make me pull my sage out. Who the fuck do you think I look like, Google the fool? Tweedle D, Tweedle Dumb, or Dumber? Come correct with me, as if you were meeting the man I were named after. You gonna wash your hands before you attempt to. Didn't your mama, your daddy, or someone in your family teach you to wash your hands before you sat at the table? That's very nice. That remind me of uh, my juvenile days, you know, somebody yelling at me, my grandmother, you know, not too much my mom, but it has a message. It has a message. It has a tone. Um, yeah, here we go. Clapping. Drop. Yeah, we're going to drop that mic. Look at that. You got Mr. Shaw saying, wow, and see that? That's another author. See, what I like about it is the message. The message was delivered, and it was delivered by you, Miss Meach. When I look at you, I'm going to say, well, nice, sweet young lady, nice, sweet woman, rather. Let me change that. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, you come at me. So I'm picturing myself just going in your kitchen. Hello, how you doing? You know, and you just kind of yell at me and burst out with everything that you said. You know what? And I'm saying, I'm sorry. Yes. My mama did teach me to wash my hands. Yes, I'm sorry. And <laughs> but a great, great message. I love it. Thank you. Um, and and that that would be a nice icebreaker for open mic. You can and just kind of just walking in right on stage, boom, and just come out with it. For The one thing about open mics is when you get there, it's quiet or people are talking, you know, and you got an, and you need something to get them to calm down or quiet so they can listen to you. And that would kind of be the one thing that would stop them right in their tracks and say, oh, wait a minute, and they listen to you. And then you could say, hello, I'm Miss Meach. I'm glad I got your attention. <laughs> but fabulous. You got it. You got it. I cannot wait to get that book. I really can't. Um, the, um, this is, uh, I always wanted a, yeah, mom, let me put this comment up here. I, um, I, I was wondering, I mean, how do you feel about this as having an open mic on Facebook, on social media? I mean, I'm pretty sure people have done it, mm -hmm. but you get a, a, a bunch of people, you know, maybe eight to 10 people, you know, and just do it for an hour and say, Miss Meach, you got three minutes to deliver whatever you wish. Mm -hmm. And it's boom, and we just go off and do our thing you know so I think, I think that would be dope um i have seen it done before um on instagram um and i think after the 
technicality and technology of it all is sorted through, uh, I think it would be um, something nice that people can enjoy from their home without having to get dressed up or drive anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'll put that together. All right, we got a Miss Meach. I don't know who that is, but Facebook user. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us during this podcast. I really appreciate it. Miss Meach appreciates it. You know, this is definitely a great, great talent. Oh, I, you know what? I forgot to answer this question. Jeff says, have either of you tried um, hashtag, I believe that's BSS365 on Twitter. It is a great experience or exercise for poetry and short stories. I'm going to have to try that out. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, thank you for the suggestion. This is my first time hearing of it. Um, I'm not on Twitter. Yeah, but I'm I'm, going to try it out. Definitely check it out. Um, Jeff is... uh, Jeff is in the mix. He's all around, he's around a lot, a lot of writers and uh, the Atlanta's Writers Club, um, which is they they have a page on Facebook. So nice. thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll Jeff. actually be um, in Atlanta in December at an author's all star conference. Ooh, and would you say December? Yeah, December eighth uh, through the eleventh. Oh, okay. Because they have their conference in November, um, big conference, and a lot of people there get to critique your work. Um, you end up speaking to all kinds of, you know, publishers, writers, the whole ball of wax. You know, so many. Um, so get it. I mean, you're closer to them than I am. So you know, if you have a chance, look up the Atlanta's Writers Club and. Um, Definitely good contacts there. Thank you. All right. Um, all right, my dear. Well, you're going to be given the magic question. And the question is, who would you like to see on the Really Charlie podcast? Um, who would I like to see on the Really Charlie podcast? Um, do you... Um, do you invite uh, just all walks of life? Do you restrict it to poets or business owners or anybody? Anybody that can give me thirty minutes to an hour, I don't mind them on here. Um, could be anyone. I, I just—it's broad. It's broad as it can be, and um, no boundaries whatsoever. Although I don't like politics. Um, yeah. Because I was brought up and raised, don't talk religion or politics at work. And to me, this podcast is work for me. So along with a lot of pleasure. So, but anybody, just because you say it, that, that I'm going to reach out to them. It could be Barack Obama. Guess what? I'm going to get in touch with them. Um. All right, then you can get back to me then. Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. All right, because I know you're special. You're great. So I know your friends list and family list is huge. So 
chances are you don't want to put anything out there but you know what send me an email send me a message whatever and say hey this is a great guest you know i didn't want you to choose your mom over your auntie or something like that you know (laughs) well in your intro i seen that they were both on a previous episode yes they were they were they were good it was called the beauty salons and I just wanted women to be women like they were talking in the beauty salon and talk about anything whatsoever. I got to bring that back. You know, I had the barber barbershop segment where guys would talk about it. And then I had the beauty salon segment. So I basically, um, you know, uh, got to bring that back because it's, it's people talking, you know, their stuff, you know. All right, let's see. I got a cute few comments here. Um, Kristen Perry Speller said, this is incredible. Of course, we got Miss Meech on. It is incredible. Um, and that's got to be a kin of yours, you know, laughing and joking around. You must have said something crazy, you know. But, uh, yeah. The, um, this is definitely not your last time on this podcast, all right? Whether you like it or not, I'm going to invite you again. And I'm going to invite you either for your second book or just a subject, Matt. No, we could talk about anything. Or it could be that open mic here on Facebook and we can do our thing. So, uh, all right. This, uh, that is Melanie, but her face isn't showing. Okay. We got you. Thank you. Your mom got all the answers. See, that's why I go to her. <laughs> All right. So um, we, um, you know, I I definitely want to invite you back on and feel free if uh, you may say, Charlie, you know, I want myself and someone else to come on Mm -hmm. and we can do that, too. And um, and so but yeah, your your invite is is you. Well, you don't need an invite. You just send me a message and we'll make it happen. Even if it's on an off day, you know, it doesn't have to be Wednesday. It could be any other day. Um, We'll make it happen. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Let me, let me put your book. I'll put your book up one more time. All right, everyone. This is Listen to Me, a collection of poetry and prose. You definitely got to grab this book as soon as you can. Look at that cover. It's got a lot of, man, that rustic look is awesome. I love it. You know, the autumn colors, it's, it's, that's picture perfect for my bookshelf. Actually, that's that should be on the end table so people will grab it and look at it and read it and get inspired. So, oh, know what I didn't do? This is what I didn't do. I can't. All right. I don't mean to cover your beautiful face, but this is from Tammy Tammy Lynn. She critiques and uh, gives a review. The poetry has a most beautiful vibe, wonderful reading. All right. The words flow so beautifully. This was a wonderful read. Thank you. Awesome. And one more. Looking forward to the next book. This book is Bold, Sassy, and Fire. I love it. I have a few favorites. Wouldn't you like to know? Well, I won't spoil it. Buy it yourself. So 
beautiful. Love it. And um, I just want to let you know that you are not the only writer in your family. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. All right. Okay. So your talent comes from your family tree, probably on both sides. You know, it's one thing about your descent, your, your ancestor, your kin, you know, it's a lot, a lot of energy um, that brings on that creativity. So I think um, without you even knowing or saying, it comes from your roots, you know, the poetry comes from your roots. <coughs> Excuse me. Always got to have water around, you know, always. And stay hydrated. Yeah. All right, Miss Meach, teacher of the year, poet of the year. In my book, you definitely got it. Five stars today on the Really Charlie podcast. I didn't make I didn't make you say really Charlie, but you know, it is what it is, you know. Maybe I was a good boy today, you know. So, <laughs> so feel free to get in touch with me at any any moment, anytime. Um and when I finally get down to Austin, I will reach out to you. Um, okay. and uh we'll go from there. All right, I'll be looking forward to it. All right, my dear. Let me know when you're at the crave, because I'll be there too. And I'm gonna buy your first drink. All right. And um, that is a nice place. The food is fabulous, I heard. I haven't been there yet. And Kerry hasn't been on my podcast, Slacker. You know, I know she's gonna see this, but um, I had bad timing with her, you know, my timing when I asked her, she was getting things ready, kind of building up her her palace, you know, she was doing her thing. So, and when you're initially doing that, there's so many things that you have to get done and you may be stuck doing it all by yourself. So I just had bad timing. So I can't wait to get her on here um, and uh, talk her talk because she is, that's another smart woman. She's intelligent. Knows what she's doing. All right. Miss Meach, my friend, my new, new friend. Like I said, I already love you because I love your family, every single one of them. And uh, and we're going to actually, you know what? Let me ask you this question. The picture I took of your mom and some children, I wonder if you was in that picture when you happened to come to New Bedford during the Independence Day, the parade. Mm. Um, Maybe. If it's the picture that I'm thinking of, I was not there, um, where they're all in their dresses um, mm -hmm. with the Union flag. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't there. Oh, all right. I was going to search for that. I was going to say, um, I was definitely going to send it to you, but you probably already have it. Um, all right, my dear. All right. Thank you again. I hope you have a great evening. Oh, you too. And uh, you need me, give me a holler. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Take care. Love you too. All right. Awesome. All right, everybody. That's Miss Meach. Listen to me. The book is fabulous. Um, 
you 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 heard the critiques. You know, well, I read them out to you, and it's definitely some good stuff. You won't go wrong. She's a teacher. She's definitely doing her thing. She has a um. She's definitely college graduate, homegrown, good, good, solid roots. So I know that book is going to be real, real deep. So I can't wait to get it. Everyone, thanks for joining me. I mean, the comments are great. I'm glad we had a, a steady uh, batch of guests here um, and a lot of loves. You know, you guys really, really loved this podcast and i really appreciate it you did so much jeff thank you thank you for sharing thank you for coming on board i know you're a busy man this is really really um really means a lot to me when people come on the podcast and share um this is nice this is very nice i really appreciate it right um so I'm going to continue with these podcasts. I'll be back on next Wednesday. Um, and I will uh, also be on Fireside. I'll be on Fireside tomorrow. I have a, definitely a subject matter. And the subject matter is deep, you know. So feel free, you know, join Fireside. Join Fireside. Um, Sterling, I see you, brother. I see you. I see you. Yes, good stuff, definitely good. Um, this is nice. Another great artist right there, Sterling, my man. The um, so I'll be on Fireside tomorrow, and um, we'll be talking about um, a few things. Um, that would be seven p.m. tomorrow, I believe. Sorry, I'm forgetting. Um, so it's really Charlie podcast is trying to venture off and go into a lot of different directions, you know, Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, LinkedIn. And I'm trying to spread out, get the get myself noticed. So please share, share, share these podcasts, you know, make them public so other people can comment on it. Um, I even got some people trolling me on uh, YouTube. So go to YouTube, like it. Subscribe to the channel so you can see everything um, as it appears live. I try to keep everything live. It's better. It's a better, better podcast when things are live. You know, people are just more genuine. I don't like that pre-recording stuff. It just, you know, just just doesn't have that feeling, especially when you want to comment during the podcast, you know. Um, pre-recordings, so people record will comment later after the conversation. I like to get comments during the conversation. You know, like when I had Jeff on here last week, and, and you know, we got Demetra on here this week, you know, and commenting. It's very nice, you know, that you can have that interaction. Listen, if you have anybody in mind that want, that you want on the Really Charlie Podcast, my email is Podcast. Um, at gmail.com, you know, or feel free to get in touch with me on Facebook and just send a name to me and I'll definitely uh, reach out to them and, and get them on the podcast. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm always going to end with my favorite song by Lionel Peter Walker. You guys have been great. 
definitely much, much appreciated. Every single time I see your faces and your comments on the Really Jolly podcast. All right. Love y'all. Be cool. Be safe. And tell your family and friends you love them. Tomorrow isn't promised. And we lost a lot of people this week. So tell your friends and family hello. And then say, I love you. Love is easy. That word's so easy. Don't underestimate life. Don't underestimate it. All right. My favorite song by Lionel Peter Walker. One more comment. Comment. I don't want to miss anybody. Thank you. Thank you. Deb, one of my great supporters, always here every week. Deb Silver Gomes, love you. I appreciate you so, so much. Just don't know. All right. Let's look for my song. Play my favorite song by Lionel Peter Walker. And here we go. Y'all have a good night. God bless. It's the really Charlie podcast. Yeah, it's the really Charlie podcast. Yo, yo, it's the really Charlie podcast. Bumping to your broadcast. Grab a chair, fill the glass. Yeah, it's the really Charlie podcast. Yo, it's the really Charlie podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's the really Charlie podcast. Bumping to your broadcast. Grab a chair, fill the glass. Charlie Podcast, a weekly show with the one person to make you say, really, Charlie, on the Really Charlie Podcast. Tune in.